Well, that was fast. I was just about to call anyway, so. I see how it is. I already had Google Hangouts up. Oh, yeah. And that's what it's like to have Google and Hangouts That's the up. way the news goes. Grass tastes bad. Where's Lucas? <laughs> it's been a whole 20 seconds. Get in here. Everybody get in here. There are a couple of times, or there has been lately, a couple of times where I'll join a call that you guys are already on because I didn't get the notification that the call started. Mm. Yeah, I feel like we should message him just to make sure he knows. Yeah. We started the, the notifications call. notifications don't always go out. Lucas. I, I usually start the call, so I haven't experienced this. So there he is. Hey, In there's the man. Video glory. Hey, oh He's shit. Got nice, beautiful, pa- beautiful face on the podcast. But you can't see it, but we can. Actually, this lighting is kind of dramatic. I am into it. Wow. What is this, like, Yeah, face one quarter shadow? Okay, not bad. All right, I'm going to, I'll turn mine on too. Feel bad. I won't. My <laughs> hair looks bad. <laughs> Oh, so your your friends are going to be <laughs> judging that? I wore a hat all day with my hair, like, pulled backwards. Andrew. So now my hair is, like, standing in every direction. Andrew, I think I've Dude. seen your hair affected by a hat more often than that. You used to put a hat on immediately out of getting out of the shower. Ryan, looking sharp. Yeah, my dog. I'm doing fine. fine. Your hair looks literally normal. Andrew. <laughs> Like, objectively normal. I have a mullet. I have a mullet. No one can see it, and no one cares. We, we are your your straight friends from college. <laughs> we do not care what your hair looks like. I don't want you to judge me. I, well, then you what? shouldn't have that Miller Lite poster in the background. Yeah, honestly. The judgment what? has been done. <laughs> it's a Packers poster. It does say Miller Lite, though. So Also, it's a banner. It's it's not a poster. Wow. The judgment continues. That's all I know. Wow. That is the one thing that I know. Mm. All right, I must look real dumb when I record these podcasts because I don't have my uh, microphone on a stand like you guys do. So I have to, like, hunch over into my microphone and record. Just uh, lower your chair. Yeah. It's as low as it oh. goes. Do you have, like, books yeah, or anything yeah. you can set your mic on? Like, raise it up? I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd still have to, like, lean over. How's your microphone not on a stand? I'm actually, what do you mean? It it, it came with, like, a uh, mini tripod yeah. that only oh. sits about, like, four inches high. Yeah, mine too. Oh. So, there you go. how far away is your mouth from your microphone right now? Like, five inches? <laughs> Are you also like leaning over into your microphone or do you have it stacked on top of something? Uh, my chair goes pretty low, I guess, Ooh. or my desk is oh. higher than yours. I don't know. Yeah, you're much taller than me. And <laughs> I guess, yeah, maybe you just have a really high desk, but. My, I mean, you have an adjustable chair for a reason. Like, the yeah, desk no, is and irrelevant. It's as low as it gets. Yeah, your chair must not go very low. Mm. All right. And We're an audio podcast. <laughs> I'm leaving my webcam on this whole time. Oh, I turned it on. I'm not. Okay, okay here fine. we go. I went, I went to the effort. Here we fucking so. go. Welcome, yeah. one and all, to episode 118 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, recorded on October 25th, 2020, 
Today on the podcast, we have the greatest pirate, I'm sorry, privateer to ever sail the high seas, Bill Seacaster, otherwise known as Ryan Holtz. <laughs> my boy, my beloved boy, there he is. Yeah, that's me as as Bill Seacaster. I'm guess what so what episode are you on? I am We don't have to dive completely into it, but I'm just curious. Five minutes away from finishing episode nine. Which is the uh Dishing with a Demon. Were they Oh Gorthalax. Yes. I, I <laughs> these are references that I don't fully understand but can uh kind of glean from context mm. clues. Honestly at this point, maybe you should watch it. I, maybe you, <laughs> you know don't, you don't have the time, but it's so fucking good. Mm. It's just it's just really fucking good. It's worth you making know? the time. Honestly, honestly. Uh, honestly, even if it takes you like a year, I think it's worth it. Like it's legitimately <laughs> unbelievable. Just every other month I watch one episode of honestly, Fantasy High. I, yeah. It's a YouTube video. You can pause it and come back. Like you could watch 15 minutes a day if you wanted to. I mean, I think this is going to end up somewhere on our uh, 2020 top 10s list. Yeah. Absolutely on my top oh, ten yeah. for TV shows, if, if we count it as a TV show. I mean, we can't really count it as a movie, and it's not a video game. So It's a show. I'm guessing TV show. It wasn't in 2020, though. New episodes Those are the out. three things. Those are the three things ever. Video games, <laughs> uh, TV shows, and movies. The three genders. Mm-hmm. New episodes have has, come out. You have to be one of the three. Oh, uh, if, if uh, those are the three things, which one are each of us? Uh, I am a non-binary. Mm-hmm. I'm a... <laughs> I kind of go across. I'm definitely like Ryan, most, Ryan's avant-garde media. Yeah, somewhere in the spectrum, but I'm like leaning TV. But I definitely dabble in movies and like maybe not as much video game as I could, but video game. I that's me. I I mean, if anything, I'm closer to anime, which is like probably mostly TV, but also kind of games. And then that is a TV. That is a TV very, show. Well, mm, there's some <laughs> anime as video games. There are yeah, some sure. video game but those anime. are video games. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it all works. It all's crossed. There's some video game ass movies out there. That's true. They played so, Rampage I guess at the that bar means today. I'm a fucking working. movie, man. <laughs> guess guess my life is just a movie. Whoa. Whoa. My life is a movie. Can I just say, by the way, that I feel like we've donned a new era of the podcast? I can, I feel like I can pick up on visual cues so much. Yeah. Better. Oh my. Okay. This might be permanent. This might be permanent. And I'm yeah. Okay this with is that. weird. It's like episode yeah. 118, and I think like the first two we were video chat, <laughs> and then we cut it because of connectivity problems, and now we're like in 118, just kind of like, oh, this is actually kind of better, isn't it? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> we've been doing podcasts for two and a half years or whatever it is. That's how we grow. I've. I've moved my laptop over, and I've stuck my microphone on top of my laptop stand, so it's a little Classic. precarious, so if it falls over and fucks up the audio, I'm sorry, but this way I can actually look at my computer screen. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. And the man who moved his laptop is desperately hoping that the nickname Golden Horde doesn't stick, and that that tiefling girl with an obviously troubled home life stops flirting with him. Vice Principal Golden Horde... Andrew Clark. Uh, okay, so two things. <laughs> First, uh, was that golden whore that you called me? Golden rod. Golden rod was the joke. I'm guessing. Yes. Oh, golden, Lucas. golden rod. Okay, <laughs> yes. that one, I can work with that <laughs> one. Um, and a what is a tiefling? Uh, half half demon, half anything else. Yep. It's like a mix. Uh, okay. mm-hmm. 
So I'm not going to go to jail for that or anything. Uh, mm-mm. Mm-mm. For being a tiefling? Well, no, no, no. Well, let for, me. Like, what, what, what did you say? I was like dating a tiefling or something? She was coming on to you. Look, look Andrew, I'm not saying you put a pig down, but. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't understand this. Ryan knows where I'm going with this. And then last but not least on the podcast is me, Lucas DeRyder, everybody's favorite halfling, mailman, anacrosocialist, Bud Cubby. <laughs> Bud Cubby. Dude, you're going to have so much fun with the finale. I think it's actually this the, the, the penultimate is, is, is uh, a fun little cameo. But now the, God damn it. Now, the trouble with going to the cops, kids, is that you might get a real snake. And, you know, they're going to hold that thin blue line over you and ultimately just uphold the status quo, which means defending the rich and powerful. Yeah. Now, if you need to now, some what you can do is you can bag a cop. <laughs> and they're like, oh, hold on, hold on. My mother is a cop, good sir. He's like, look, I'm not saying you put a pig in the ground. I'm sure there are some good cops, okay? God damn it. Bud Cubby. This podcast is just us pitching to Andrew why he needs to watch Fantasy High. I love it. There is, we could, I did see that there's a highlight clip that oh. I did watch right before this podcast of Meet the Cubbies. So mm. that is that is a solid one, but it would have a little mini spoiler because it includes their cameo later. Oh, so. I'll get there. I'll get there. Oh well. And we are about to get to news of the week. Whoa. Um. Woo. This happened like I think simultaneously with us recording last week, but uh. AOC and a bunch of other people of note, like Ilian Omar, H Bomber Guy, and Pokimane, played Among Us together and drew in a crowd of about <laughs> four hundred thirty thousand people. Fucking Pokimane was on there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Pokey was one hundred percent gonna be on that so shit. Good. Also, um, uh, Corpse Husband shot his shot with AOC, <laughs> which was fucking primo. Like literally, so Cor- corpse husband for people that don't know is is he's literally known for having just a remarkably deep and sultry <laughs> voice. Like he's never shown his face; he just has an incredibly deep voice. So like people are able to abs- ascribe whatever they want to him sexually. Oh God! And there oh, was clearly okay. a moment where he was talking in the deliberation for Among Us, where AOC was a little bit, a little bit flustered. You know just what? Like, yeah, she, she muted the chat and was just like. I can't get over this guy's voice. And I think his chat was like telling him like, shoot your shot, shoot your shot. She's into you. And like literally like later in one of the deliberations, he's just like, so AOC, how was your day? <laughs> just casually like straight shooting a shot, man. You got to do it. You know what? It. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. So uh, he's doing, was, doing what he can. Doing all he can. That was, that was the gold moment of worlds colliding, like fucking the Twitch world <laughs> and politics. Oh my god, pretty amazing! Everybody out there trying to land a lawyer as a partner, this guy is trying to land a congressperson. Okay, we yeah. can step it up. A congressperson and like future presidential hopeful. Oh my like, god, please, yes. A literal, a, a very, uh, uh, what's it called? motivated um person mm. so 
Politically but she's also ascending. dating. She's dating some guy. <laughs> some guy. I ship it. Like, like yeah, some Ed Sheeran bro, looking dude. She's like, not gonna <laughs> fuck you. Dude, stop simping for AOC. She's already fucking Rupert Grint. <laughs> Dating Rupert Grint? No, not literally Rupert Grint, but the dude, the dude looks unimpressive. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying AOC AOC could do better. I I don't know what I would do with that. Look up AOC's boyfriend and tell me you're not or tell me that you're impressed and you think that like ten out of ten thumbs up AOC. Like she she could she could she's punching punching down there a little bit. Riley Roberts. Look at this fucking neck beard. (laughs) I mean, mm, how tall is he? This this dude, uh, like his interesting fact at uh, like social gatherings is that he thinks he looks like uh, Ed Sheeran. I see. That's what I said. Yeah, some Ed Sheeran looking motherfucker. And Ed Sheeran, by the way, nah. (laughs) Well, I mean. I, mm, yes, I agree, but also I think it's an Adam Driver situation where Ed Sheeran's not for everybody, but the people Ed Sheeran is for. Mm. Mm. What, they just like his voice? Much like Corpse Husband, hey. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know if there's anybody that think that uh, Ed Sheeran is like actually attractive. They just are captivated by what they perceive as all of his other qualities. <laughs> his other, his intangibles. He's, He's got a really dreamy voice, and oh my god, he's so sensitive because Taylor Swift dumped him. <laughs> whatever it was. I don't know. Yeah. No, that dude, meh. Look, maybe it's true love. Okay. I'm not I'm not going to judge. I'm not jelly. Like, y- y- y'all do y'all, but like, come on, AOC. You know what? He has a look, and it's my understanding that that is a lot of what the New York dating scene is about. Just making an impression. What if he has a really deep voice? Just peacocking? Mm. Ooh, if he has a really deep voice. Okay. Uh-oh. Corpse husband could swoop right in there. <laughs> oh, boy. This is getting weird. This is getting weird. And fucking, this might be the dawn of the future of U.S. politics. So it's only going to get weirder. Yeah. Fuck. Fucking Hasanabi for, uh, I don't know. The uh, chief of staff. <laughs> Guys, if we can just corner so, the Pokemon vote, we got this in the bag. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, no, a- AOC is going to, like, marry her boyfriend for, like, uh, political reasons because it'll, like, make it look like she has, like, a solid home life and American values and yada, yada, yada. And, uh, you know, inter- re- interracial relationships, you know, like, sell and all that kind of stuff. But then... Uh, she's going to choose her running mate in Corpse Husband, and all the old rumors are going to resurface. Veep yeah. ended, Andrew. You're pitching an episode right now, and Veep already ended. Truth. Mm. Mm. Selena Meyer would fuck Corpse Husband. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say it. She fucked her trainer because he was there. <laughs> you know what? Corpse Husband would be lucky. Corpse Husband would be lucky to hook up with a Julia Marie Dreyfus lookalike. Oh, absolutely. Mm. We all would. Or just literally Julia Louis Dreyfus. Um, in news that only I care about, uh, the original Fire Emblem <laughs> game from 1990 is finally getting localized, and 
fuck. I'm going to end up playing a game from 1990 like three weeks after next-gen consoles launch. It's such a great uh, corner that you've established. <laughs> In news that only I care about, uh, this is happening. Does that need to be like a separate category in the planning doc i mean news yeah. of the week video games television film other well, news lucas that lucas things. only cares about Look, yeah. we're all busy people with filled out social lives if you guys just like need a five minute window in a podcast recording to like reply to text messages and stuff like i can just go off about anime or some dumb shit yeah hey i like you know i really got to go to the bathroom ryan's been saying how hungry he is lucas you just i don't know talk about uh Hatsune Miku or something for a minute. <laughs> so the thing about Hatsune Miku, um, oh boy, no, I don't think I have anything. I'm sorry. You put, yeah, I was gonna say you put a nickel in him. Uh oh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> it's time. Yeah, I don't know. I I think it's fun to riff mm. sometimes. No, sometimes there's just nothing. There. No, I don't think I have anything here with Hatsune Miku or with Fire Emblem. I mean, I don't know. I'm into it. I, or do you have something with Fire Emblem? I hope I can get the special edition, even though it costs like 50 bucks, because I really dig that art style, though. And I don't know what it is other than, like, this is generic 90s anime-ass anime art style, and I am infatuated with that for some reason. There is a huge price difference between the regular game and the special edition. Yeah. The game itself is $7. Yes. <laughs> But the special edition... The special edition is 50 well, And it comes with an art book and a physical copy of the game and, like, all those knickknacks and doodads. Knickknacks and doodads. Mm. A voluntary viewing Is that going to be the... Is, it, is that our next spinoff? Ooh. Knickknacks and doodads. When the quarantine cast ends. When the quarantine cast even more nerd-centric <laughs> podcast. When? I don't think the quarantine cast is ever ending, bro. If. Yeah. <laughs> This is this is this is new. We're gonna have to be at our workplaces, <laughs> taking our lunch breaks to just talk about random shit. <laughs> It'll be great. Mm. Um, and a follow-up from episode 153 of the Quarantine Cast. Google does not support. Um, oh God, I fucked up. I I, I fucked this up. Uh does not support the Stadia developer tweeting that people shouldn't be allowed to stream games. This is... Uh, no, he didn't say that streamers should shouldn't be allowed to stream games. He said they should be more grateful and then also pay him. Ah, yeah. Okay. Not necessarily him, the de the devs and mm -hmm. stuff. We, we know what he meant by that. <laughs> yeah. Basically, just straight up, like, no, streamers... Uh, they should be licensing these games, even though sometimes they literally make the game like successful single-handedly. Like, yep. Yeah. No, totally. They should pay a licensing fee. People that stream to like small audiences of like 100 people as a hobby should be paying like multi-thousand-dollar deals to uh, corporations that don't need the revenue uh, in order to play their games. It's great take. Like with Among great take. Us, Fall Guys. Fortnite, um, PUBG, PUBG, like yeah. anything big, basically mm. that's like blown up to the next level in the last five years is streaming. Like it's all driven by streaming. I mean, and we we saw that with. I mean, I'm sure it happens with tons of games, but we saw it like pretty famously with Apex Legends at the very beginning. 
when the devs paid, you know, all the big streamers just tons of money to make Apex Legends the biggest game at the time. And then once they stopped paying them, it kind of fell off. Yep. It's a part of the hustle now. It's literally, yeah. The the developers should be paying the streamers. <laughs> yeah. It's literally the opposite. And some and sometimes they are because yeah. it works. It absolutely works. Moving into TV kind of Quibi is shutting down. Hey. Oh, Quibi. Who could have seen you coming? Long Alas, poor Quibi. I knew him, Horatio. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's actually a very pro quibby allegory to make <laughs> like to compare him to yorick <laughs> well like everyone Yor- hated quibby and no one ever liked it and then it died <laughs> like that wasn't yorick at all <laughs> Yor- yorick was a like a, a jester clown that no one gave a shit about and hamlet just like remembered him as a kid and then he like was cast aside and like died alone he said remembered him well. It sounded like he, he provided great mirth, even though he was eventually supplanted as the court jester. Quibi just fucking... Quibi was born, <laughs> shot straight into a toilet, got flushed <laughs> down said toilet, and then died in the sewer. Like, completely without any recognition. Quibi was a dumpster baby. <laughs> Not even a... I think toilet baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, god, god just straight up there was no there was no enjoyment ever provided by quibi i saw some figures it was incredible it was like eight hundred thousand people signed up for the free trials and after the free trials uh ended i think there was seventeen thousand paying subscribers after yeah, that initial wave of free trials it was next fucking level how bad that thing flopped so like, 800,000 isn't a viable user base in the first place. But that was yeah, literally then, inflated free trial numbers. Yeah, and then Take them away 2% and there's like, of that into, exactly. the, into the 1.0 is not going to cut it. It's like a small town was watching this. <laughs> Whatever USA, <laughs> sponsored by Bud Light and yeah. Quibi. If you got Baraboo, Wisconsin to all <laughs> subscribe to Quibi, that's the equivalent of how many paying subscribers they had. It's fucking brutal, man. Shoutouts to Baraboo. You guys are somehow the city that listens to this podcast the most. Ew. Moving into film then. Um, well, this is some anime bullshit. It's weirdly relevant anime bullshit. Um... The anime movie Demon Slayer Infinity Train is currently at the top of the global box office, uh, having made $44 million in three days. Nice. I'm sorry, what is this shit? (laughs) I take back everything I've said about 2020 so far. (laughs) We've had an about face. We are peaking, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my god, it's over. It's all over, guys. Um, We're going to be stuck in our apartments for thousands of years, and the only movies that make money are anime. I mm, I don't know what the production costs of this film were. That might not be that might not be breaking even for it, actually. It's opening weekend. Uh, just opening it's weekend. Got, yeah, it's that. got a long tail. Oh my! It's gonna have staying power. Imagine all the word of mouth. That international release? What? 
Imagine when housewives start talking about it. <laughs> it's going to blow up. <laughs> week two is going to be even bigger than week one. <laughs> oh, Who would have thought? Wow. Not me. <laughs> Look at us. Who would have thought? Uh, Fuck, I'm not finding a budget for a Demon what? Slayer. Oh, what? Uh, I, that's not super publicly train. available? You're telling that's me crazy. the anime industry notoriously <laughs> suppresses any reporting on how much projects cost or how much people are getting paid? What? Ew. I, yeah, I don't know. This is weird. Felt like putting it in there. Demon Slayer, uh, very, very popular uh, anime and manga had a movie come out that followed up its first season, continued the continuity, and yeah, because of bizarre world circumstances, number one movie in the world right now. And that's only with the Japan release, so. This is some bullshit. Well, kinda, yeah. It's weird. I think it's the, it's the best timeline. We're turning things around, baby. Mm. Auntie Donna's uh, got a Netflix show. <laughs> Anime yeah. is ruling the box <laughs> office. Yeah, but I'm still never going to get to see Tenet in movie theaters. They'll, they might re-release it. I feel like I did see that the AT&T boss was pretty upset with the release. They were like, I can't say that I'm satisfied or something like that. I could see a re-release. I should probably go to a drive-in, huh? <laughs> that could be a good time. They're playing yeah. at drive-ins. <laughs> like, it should definitely be on my checklist. But Is it is know. it playing at drive-ins? Mm-hmm. In LA. Hmm. It's... it's, it's because drive-ins are usually, as I'm sure you know, because you've been to one, I remember you talking yeah. about it, are usually kind of like second-run uh, type movies, mm-hmm. like movies off of their primary run. So, yeah, in L.A., where it's all a little accelerated, it's already to, like, it's kind of second-run. So it's in, in some drive-ins. I can't say that the the only... Okay, so there's, like, one available drive-in that's, like, remotely close to where I live... I can't say that it would be the best viewer experience. Mm, is that true? The, Maybe I won't then. Well, oh, no, no, no. I mean, like, uh, this particular drive-in, because yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. speakers are blown oh, out. Oh, the, the projector is, like, or, like kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And so it was a lot of fun going and, like, seeing the double feature of two really classic movies in Jaws and uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah. But, I don't think if I wanted to see a movie for the first time and like get that movie theater experience that that would be the way to go. If in LA, I bet that they're way better. They definitely, yeah. That makes sense. I was thinking just a drive in in general maybe is iffy for it, but I think it'd probably be fine. Yeah, it would probably maybe. I think it would probably be okay. I don't know. I don't have a big van or truck, <laughs> which seems to be all the all the rage on Instagram. You put a fucking couch in it and you Treat it like it's your living room, and I don't know. Does your car oh. have a sunroof? No. Oh, well, then you're not even allowed in, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm living like a homeless person for fun. Yeah. I think I think it's usually more of like a one-off, like, okay. you turn, turn the back of your car into, like, a giant uh, living room experience, and you'll, like... I don't know, cook a fancy meal as well and light candles and take a couple pictures shit. and then disassemble it. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Take pictures and then like leave the abandoned uh, field that you were in because you weren't even in a drive-in in the first place. Yeah. 
And it and it was also in like a, a van that was abandoned on the side of the highway. Oh wow. And then no one's this... been in for like six months and the police haven't moved yet. I'm like, yeah, this would be really good for my photo shoot. There's These a bag filled with squishy stuff in the trunk. I'm not gonna deal with that. <laughs> okay. Um guys, what is a what does a pregnancy test look like? <laughs> oh god. Okay, so this is definitely a gun. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of things nobody knows how to deal with or process, I guess Jared Leto's Joker is going to be in Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League, and this is just a new movie now. This <laughs> Zack Snyder is not talented. <laughs> oh. Clap, clap, oh. clap, clap, clap. Mm. There, there's also some dude that's in the new suit. I think he's in the new Suicide Squad movie that is also going to be in this movie now, which means <laughs> that this was not the way that Zack Snyder intended to make the movie. It's just a new movie that he gets yeah. the chance to make. He gets to try to fix it. <laughs> oh God, guys, this is gonna be such a massive train wreck. I never saw the original, and I might watch this cut because it oh, sounds me too. so weird it's going to be four i never hours long. i never fucking saw the original and there's no way that this one can be good i heard ever the, i heard the original before? was bad this one cannot be good it's like, not you, physically possible you imagine if like basically it sounds like yeah if it's like four hours long this is just the sequel mixed into the first movie has that ever happened before and what the fuck uh, like that's insane i mm, uh, even is this technically art film? <laughs> even Gellion kind of did a thing, kind of did a thing like this. But anime trendsetters yeah. once again. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. Zack Snyder has seen even Gellion. He took entire. He took entirely the wrong lessons from that piece of media. But I promise you, he has watched it. Promise is a strong word. Mm. I, I, there's a chance, but I don't. There's know. no way the guy. Zach's, there's no way the guy who made Sucker Punch has not seen one of the biggest anime ever made. You can't tell me that Zack Snyder isn't just like s- literally like getting off the film set, going straight to a fucking strip club <laughs> and just snorting coke until 8 a.m., where which is his call time for the next day of shooting. Like this man <laughs> does not uh, like have a big media diet or whatever the fuck. Okay. Yeah, no, Z- Zack Snyder hasn't slept in six years and also has had a boner the entire time. Jesus. Uh, yeah, it's fucking insane. Okay, unless we have something in the other category, I believe that will take us to the meme corner. Any memes, gentlemen? I don't think so. Not really. Yeah. The whole... Uh, like Hunter Biden computer strippers cocaine thing. I've been seeing on the internet people making tons of jokes about that. About how uh, the like super left just loves it. You know, the Republicans are like trying to exploit it and say that like it's a scandal. Um, uh, liberals are saying that either it's not true or uh, that if it's true, you know, like Hunter Biden needs help and you shouldn't like. Uh, bash on him for it and uh leftists are saying that they really hope that it's true and that they love hunter biden for it (laughs) i've seen none of this what yeah it hasn't really permeated my 
my bubble. It's made it seem like yeah, it's such a non-story like Republican tryhard. No, no, it's it's definitely it's definitely like either not true or mostly not true. Um, yeah. I mean, it's all sourced by Rudy Giuliani, so like yeah, so just. And we all know how uh, ethical and upstanding he is. His credibility is through the roof right Especially now. Especially when it comes to journalism and those who work in journalism. <laughs> all right, that is a great segue into the breakouts. Ew. Ryan, you saw Borat too. I did. Borat, subsequent movie film. Mm. Not good. Oh! <laughs> well, it was never going to be good. Well, people like There was Borat? a chance it was good. Yeah, like Sasha Baron Cohen fucking nailed Who Is America. Mm-hmm. I stand yeah, no, by that. That show is fucking great. He's talented. Borat sucks. Like, Borat does not suck. Borat Bor- 1 is legitimately the, good. If you, no, it's not. If you say the fucking my wife line, like, everybody knows okay. that. Everybody knows what that's That's from. a terrible example. That's the that's the pickle Rick of Borat. <laughs> like, <laughs> that fucking... is not what people should be, oh, okay. like, oh, praising okay. Borat for. I fucking hated that movie. I think you were being contrarian. I think everyone in your social circle loved that movie at the time, and you got you didn't see it for some reason or another, and you were like, mm, "I'm gonna this is gonna be my thing," but I don't like it. Have not seen the first Borat or the second. Well, don't watch the second. Okay. <laughs> and also, yeah, like, why were you defending it? Because you don't know it might be you might hate it too. I mean, sometimes when Andrew comes out with such like a harsh opinion like that, with seemingly not a ton to back it up, I'm just kind of like reflexively, you sure about that, bud? Oh, who's oh, contrarian now, motherfucker? Wow. You can both be contrarian, that is. <laughs> it's not an exclusivity thing. What um what didn't work about this? Oh, wait, that, that, wait, doesn't that just make you conformist? <laughs> if you're always battling against contrarians, you're just conformist at that point. Intentionally and nonsensically conformist. What didn't work about the second Borat movie, Ryan? It wasn't funny. I So many of the scenes left me wondering, like, who was an actor and who was uh, like a legitimate uh, just random fucking person. Like, I think the gold of the first one was when he was just fucking nailing these real people to the wall. Mm. And like, he's so good at playing along with the joke and making people like kind of like, um, what's his name? Uh, Jordan Klepper. Just like playing along with it and just really like squeezing the terrible opinions out of people. Sasha Baron Cohen is just an expert at that. And and this one just felt a lot of it forced. Like, a lot of the interactions were like, this seems too good to be true. It doesn't seem as genuine. And, like, the people didn't seem as real. And then he would cut in narrative things with the, uh, like, bits. Because it's really just kind of like both Borat movies are just a loose collection of vignettes. Yeah. Of, like, crazy people that he finds and gets to say crazy shit. So in this one, it felt a lot more that like he had a plot, he had something he was trying to drive towards, and so sometimes during these moments of supposed authentically like interacting people, it would cut to like a TV of something going on with the plot, and it was like, wait, so is this all set up? Like this doesn't seem authentic anymore, and like I don't know, I definitely torch that. I was about to ask, um, since the first Borat movie came out, I mean there have been. A lot of TV shows and movies, mostly TV shows, I guess, I kind of have this setup. Um, uh, yeah, Jordan Klepper, um, even the fucking Eric Andre show. Is 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 Borat 2 just kind of redundant in the face of this stuff? 
I don't think so. I think they could have done it well. Oh, okay. I was I was somewhat excited. I Amazon really pushed for it, so it felt like. But you know, it's probably just because it's particularly relevant. Um, and it just felt like the whole movie was leaning towards the one four minute scene with Rudy Giuliani. Like, yeah, okay. And then COVID definitely like derailed them. Whatever they were planning, clearly like had to be tossed in the trash and shifted to a COVID narrative. So, mm. yep. But I mean, the Giuliani shit was real. <laughs> <laughs> Giuliani absolutely was uh, trying to fuck this uh, supposed uh, amateur reporter not from the United States. <laughs> so, that's fun. Class and, act, and Rudy Giuliani. Class act and also gargantuan national security risk. Like, <laughs> this, yep. this man has some crazy-ass clearance, and he's literally, like, fucking someone who's, like, portending to be... <laughs> uh from another country in uh, as a journalist like yeah they are going to get leverage and there was hidden cameras everywhere that he didn't know about so it's like they can absolutely get leverage over so, you like, like come on I Ryan you might be able to give me a little insight into this like how how is it allowed that like Rudy Giuliani like presence likeness whatever could be in this movie like at his expense like what I'm guessing because he's a public figure. Oh, mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of what happened with Who Is America as well. Like, okay. he's a public figure, and they probably signed something that was, you know, for the interview that oh. she was supposedly conducting with him that allowed them to use his likeness and everything. All right. So, I'm guessing a combination of things. She was pretending to be like a a jump start uh, or upstart, uh, like conservative blonde woman. It's Borat's <laughs> daughter. In the context. Yes. And basically, the whole movie uh, is Borat trying to, like, uh, make his daughter more attractive to powerful men, such as, at first, Mike Pence, and then uh, Rudy Giuliani. Um, And, yeah, so she slowly becomes, like, a Fox News blonde woman type throughout the movie, and the climax is her... Here, like they have a falling out because of course like there's got to be a hero's journey like oh no they, they they fall out but then they come back to her and she learns that he's uh gonna die if she doesn't marry rudy giuliani so she goes to offer herself up to him and borat has a change of heart because he's a good person and tries to stop it so he's like rushing to stop the like marriage and she's you know yeah doing that that sounds like a good movie though it, it's okay. it, it's a plot. Okay. It just for me did not work. Fair. Like at all. So and and that's speaking as someone who did like the first one. No. So what can you do? Andrew, what are you checking out? Um, I have not checked out anything too much lately. Um Jade and I watched um a couple episodes of Unsolved Mysteries. Mm-hmm. Just like a new you know, true crime thing on Netflix. So nothing like too extraordinary there. Like obviously the stories are interesting and makes it go like, man, what the fuck? Um, but more exciting news. Uh, Jade and I decided to make a drinking game out of watching Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Yeah. My all time favorite Scooby-Doo movie. It's up there. It's and good. then, which 
yeah, it's 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 real good. Uh, it holds up. Uh, very happy to see it again. And then, because we were drunk, decided to watch Halloween Town. What Disney Plus? <laughs> How does that hold up? It's it's a bad movie, but like it was it was never a movie. You're like, oh, I wonder if this holds up. It was always a bad, stupid, fun movie because it's bad. Like it's a bad movie night movie, and it's and it's like for kids. So like when you're drunk and it's 11:30 at night and you're just like talking shit about it and laughing at it, it's fun. That's fair. Okay. I would never be like a oh yeah if you're like you know trying to revisit some childhood movies. Definitely check out Halloween Town because unless you're in the mood for that specifically, you know, the getting drunk and then making fun of a movie, you're not not going to enjoy it. God, what are my childhood movies? The SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Shrek 2. That's for me. Shrek 2 is objectively good. Yeah. I rewatched it yeah. recently. It's, a, it's also like, yeah, it's a movie from our childhood, but it's not like a kid's movie. Like that's... That movie's definitely enjoyable across ages. No, yeah, it's meant to be enjoyed by everyone, but yeah. tailored to kids. No, I'm saying I had good taste yeah. in movies even as a kid. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah. I don't think I did. That's fair. Well, I mean... I think I was, I was a mixed bag. Hoodwinked has its charms. I know that I did not. Hoodwinked has its charms. I did like Hoodwinked. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. Hoodwinked is not bad, but the animation is yep. fucking next level bad. Mm. <laughs> like... And I did not notice as a kid that, like, this shit was put together by a bunch of people that had no idea what they were doing. Like, the walk cycles were, like, next level. I would so. I would say Jimmy Neutron movie, but really the show was probably more impactful to me. I don't think the show was very good. Really? When's the last time you watched Jimmy Neutron? I mean, it's been a minute. It's been, it's been a minute been, or like been, since you were a kid it's been a decade and a half yeah the fact that you haven't revisited it like when was i've the last watched time you watched a show from your childhood that wasn't spongebob spongebob sweet life of zach and cody oh, i did watch an episode of hannah montana at one point just for the fucking memes mm-hmm. i watched plenty of like old cartoon network shows randomly like literally like one episode of all these shows just to be like what was going on and like yeah most of them are like fine jimmy neutron very shaky. Mm. Fairly Odd Parents. Fairly Odd Parents is pretty solid. Yeah, I, I remember that being like just a just a funny show. Yeah, Chowder holds like, up. So, Chowder's okay. I think yeah, Chowder's pretty beloved. I, I never watched it. That was not one of mine. So it's weird. Very. Mm. Oh God, what what was the one that was made by the same people as Chowder? And it was like the C Flapjack. The Adventures, yeah, Flapjack, yeah. Um, and then they went on to do I, Adventure Time, I think. I, I think that show fucked me up a little bit. I don't know it's why. It's a weird show. I just have like bad memories of that show. You can rewatch it and take away its power. <laughs> <laughs> but what if it still like has the power? What if I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna take away the power, and then it just makes it worse? Yeah, you're just like falling. It's like into Kurt's a deep... the cowardly dog. Like I'm trying yeah. to face my fears, but then it's still scary. <laughs> a deep spiraling depression. Of, I had. Like... I fucking Anxiety. had to do that with Courage of the Cowardly Dog, actually. Like, the fucking, uh, uh, the slab episode still fucked me up a little bit, so I had to make myself rewatch that and just get over the fact that the mummy isn't actually terrifying, it's just weird CGI, and that threw me off as a kid. 
It's like Stranger Things season two mm. when Bob tells uh, what's his nuts like, uh, "Hey, don't be afraid. Stand up to your fears," and then it causes him to get possessed by a demon. <laughs> <laughs> Probably sometimes don't always do that when yeah. the thing is a giant real monster. <laughs> yeah. Don't try to stand up to your fears. Yeah, for me it was um uh fuck, what was it? Um Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior <laughs> starring huh. Brenda Song. Okay. That was your scary movie? Not scary, but it fucked me up. Oh. I have oh. I was very sick. Uh, as a kid and when i was sick as a kid with like fevers i would hallucinate rather consistently Mm. like Mm. horrendous earth shattering hallucinations that would really fuck with me okay so god when you're sick and you have a tv in your room you throw on wendy woo homecoming (laughs) warrior because it's like 9 30 p.m and it's like what the fuck i guess and good god in a half sleep half awake state uh brenda song being a fucking weird ninja thing, it 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 it's, it it fucked me up. And then I rewatched it and was just like, "This shit sucks." Like, oh yeah, mm, I mm, oh yeah. I was thinking about that movie the other day. I don't know why. <laughs> That's <laughs> I actually... saw something on TV that made me think of Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. Is there some power in this movie that we're not aware of? <laughs> um, now I'm concerned. <laughs> Ryan's like, now I have to watch it again. Yeah. To take I think away we need its to, power again. We need to do a viewing party, Andrew. To I don't really want to, though. It's exercise a bad movie. this demon. Hey, we can, we can do a drinking game with it. But what if we then like hallucinate and it gets worse? Andrew, we'll just drop acid and watch this yeah. Disney movie. <laughs> just speedball. You drink yeah. a lot of coffee and then smoke weed. <laughs> take a couple tabs of DMT and like <laughs> fucking blast off into outer space. We'll knock and the power right out of this Because you've accessed more of your brain, you can draw every frame of Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior <laughs> by memory. And it's on like the walls. It. <laughs> on the walls of your apartment, you can draw every frame. <laughs> and then call the police on yourself. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 911, I think I did something bad, but I'm not sure. <laughs> 911, I don't think I broke any laws, but I think I need to go to jail. 911, I watched Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior. Please arrest me. I think I'm a danger to myself or others. I don't know why. Can't really give you any details, but you should probably take me away. Clearly to yourself if you're watching Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior. (laughs) You You have lost the ability to make rational decisions for yourself. Hot take of all the kids' programming uh, channels. Dis- on average, I think Disney, Disney, Disney programs, Disney movies hold up the uh, poorest. The poorest. Yeah, I mean, there's some, there's some gems. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say like there's there's some dog shit, just like any childhood TV show channel. But I think there were a decent amount of like okay Disney Channel movies. Yeah, and I think shows Disney channels were good. Sorry, I think Disney channels tailored towards the youngest demographic of the major kids channels, so that might be an issue with. Like, straight-up quality. Okay. Because at a certain point, you know, they just want to see fucking London Tipton kicking people. Like, it's for five-year-olds or whatever. Yeah, I, I think that there are some, like, shows set in high school that are definitely meant for, like, like late elementary school kids. You know, like, yeah. 11 and 12-year-olds. To imagine what ele- our high school's like. 
Yeah, basically. And then see all the like 25 year old I was going to say yeah just the like late 20s people that are playing 14 year olds but also being shown to 12 year olds so their perception of who they are and what life is is permanently fucked it it literally absolutely fucked me up I was terrified of high schoolers because I every depiction of a high schooler was just a literal grown adult Mm. like doing literal (laughs) grown adult things too a lot of the time like there was like and that's that's not what high school is fucking like no. I was like, man, where are all the parties that people should be having? The <laughs> the fun, clean parties. <laughs> the keggers. Yeah. Just like literal, full-blown house party keggers. In, it, like, but without that thrown by a Thrown yeah. by a 15-year-old. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's believable. <laughs> totally makes sense. Mm. Yeah, no. It wasn't until I was in like... I might have told the story before. I was in like 7th or 8th grade. My school was the the nexus hub of the bus system so high schoolers that were taking the bus would have to come to our middle school to like hop on a transfer bus to go to their house that like they would let us out and i'd walk amongst the high schoolers for a brief moment and like oh i'm like taller than (laughs) (laughs) okay all right you've lost a little bit of power now and granted you know i was probably like five. they're not adults they're still children yeah literally children kids I think it was also in like fifth grade. I might have told this story too. I don't even remember. Uh, fucking Earth Day. Oh, like okay. all the high schoolers came to our elementary school to like help plant trees and bullshit. And fucking <laughs> these idiot kids <laughs> were like encouraging us to like play around in literal dirt. Like <laughs> a bunch of like fucking nine and ten year olds. Like, yeah, fucking dirt fight. Woo! And like. And we thought they were basically adults, yeah. so we're just like, all right, dirt fight. I don't know. <laughs> they got so fucking mad at us. I remember the teacher's assistant or teacher's aide literally being like, God, why Why did you do this? And we're like, I don't know. They thought it was cool, so we did it. And they were like, you realize like they call high schoolers kids, like mm. high school kids. Like they're they have no authority over you. <laughs> I'm fucking... You fucking dumbass. I'm fucking seven. Anyone more than a foot taller than me is an adult. Not seven. Like, ten and eleven. Okay. Like, we were young. Like, some of those kids were four years older than us. Like, <laughs> absolutely not in a position of authority oh, at all. Like, these are not 18-year-olds and seven-year-olds. These were 15-year-olds and 11-year-olds. Yeah, but you still did it, didn't you? Oh, you played in that fucking did. dirt. We played in that fucking dirt. We you also dumb, got into a you dumb little kid. <laughs> we got into literal like we got into an apple fight at the football stadium <laughs> that made national news. Like we were throwing literal apples at like other high school and like middle school aged kids. Like Jesus we were fucking Christ. dumb, bro. Like straight <laughs> idiots i don't know i'm not gonna lie that sounds rad that sounds like a thing you say like as icebreakers at work things from now on these are apples these are hardened fruit like Uh, okay tree apples like there was like a mini orchard of apple trees up above the football stadium that all the kids ran up to randomly during a game i don't know what caused it and just started fucking hucking apples at each other. <laughs> like projectiles. Hard not quite as hard as rocks, but like 
approaching rocks oh, okay. in the hardness. I thought these were soft ass. Dozens of baseballs. <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly, yeah, baseball hardness. Think baseball. I thought these were Just soft ass war. crab apples, but if people are chucking red deliciouses, delicious, deli- delicious <laughs> at each other. Yeah. To, okay, to be fair, that is the only acceptable use of a red delicious apple. Absolutely, oh! to throw it at other people. Red delicious is fucking trash tier. Not even the same fruit apple. So, but no, they were like tree apples. Like they weren't for eating. They were probably just a tree that grew apples. Like fucking nightmare fuel, man. I'm amazed I didn't get hit by one and sent to the hospital because <laughs> there were hospitalizations. Oh my god! There, there was an ambulance that did take kids away. <laughs> also, Ryan, I literally gagged. When you said that, and I think I knew this intellectually, but never like realized this, that four year difference between like an elementary schooler and a high schooler and like as adults, four year age dating difference is nothing but like, yeah, it's gross. Yeah. It's gross to think about. Seniors, seniors date freshmen in high school. It's fucked. Yeah, it happened. Mm. Because while those seniors are still literal children. Those freshmen are like babies. Those freshmen stopped playing with dolls like a year ago. Yeah. yeah. They're they're closer to infants than they are to adults. I mean, <laughs> maybe not that far, but like I see what you're going Hadley with. Lost. I, okay. I agree with you in spirit. Yeah, a freshman basically still embryos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, basically, like barely fertilized. <laughs> A freshman, they have the chart of like the different sizes of you know like fetal development and stuff, and then there's freshmen, and it's like yeah, like slightly larger than like yeah, it's freshman, eight weeks. It's, it's it's like single cell freshman newborn, and, and then like senior down the line. Welcome to ninth grade orientation. Congratulations, y'all are almost people. <laughs> Welcome to ninth grade orientation. Ryan, I know you were taller than all those uh, high schoolers, but you are now literally like smaller than a newborn. <laughs> Don't worry, it'll fade away sophomore year. But for now, yes, you are approximately 10 inches long. I, I hope you're okay with this. <laughs> I fucking lost the thread on this. We were in the breakouts. Um, I beat Hades. I'm still playing Hades, but I beat Hades. Ew. Nice. Did you get the true ending? I saw that in the Honest Game trailer. Uh, there's a true ending. So I, I think I did. Where it's like you have to beat the game ten times, but it seems like there's a little bit of a post-game thing going on. Um, I'm at least going to play until I max out uh, all all three romantic options. Because they're very good. Um Without spoiling anything, because I think Andrew's still vaguely interested in it, the romance options in that game are be gay or get whipped. And I'm into it. Yeah. Okay, no los dos. Four ki- <laughs> he, the, you have two hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one to whip yourself and one to jerk off a man? I don't... <laughs> what are the two hands for in this scenario? I. <laughs> uh, one is jerking off a man, yes. The other is... Pleasuring okay. the woman that is whipping you. Ah. Yes. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay, know. yeah. My, I realize, by the way, I don't know if you guys do this, but I fucking end up watching myself on video chats, like, a good 75% oh, yeah. of the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw you fixing your hair just there. Andrew, no, so I, I didn't. Like you, you, joined the, <laughs> you joined the club. 
Uh, it's like uh, when you talk about how blinking like can be a manual thing, and then for the next ten minutes everyone's fucked. They're like, God damn it! No, I can't stop thinking about how I need to blink. Um, yeah, that I realized that my own reaction to Lucas saying um, that he got the true ending to Hades was just like the fucking shocked white guy blinking expression. Mm. So then for the next 15 seconds, I don't know if you guys noticed, I was trying to reenact that gif. <laughs> like, <laughs> make it look more like the blinking white guy gif. <laughs> like just It didn't it didn't uh, it didn't work. I'm not a, I'm not a great actor, but I was just staring at my own video trying to look more like him and uh hoping that no one would notice that I was trying to do that cuz Lucas was talking about Hades and I have nothing to add. So, and now I do. It's on PC. You should play it. Android, buy it for you to play. But I can't, apparently, because fucking Nintendo eShop is weird. Well, you can't buy it? I cannot buy it as a gift. Well, you could give them money for it Uh, and say, buy this. Okay. Andrew would uphold that. Uh, (laughs) Or would you? I just buy groceries. Yeah, Andrew puts that $10 towards the PS5. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Lucas. I'm going to play other games and not the one you want. <laughs> yeah, Lucas, what's a game that you don't want me to play? Andrew, I do not want you to Madden. play Bug Snacks. Absolutely do not play Bug Snacks. Well, I'm, I'm, well uh, I'm, you know what? Pixie. I've had a change of heart and I respect you as a friend, so I'm not going to play Bug Snacks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Lucas, that was a 400 IQ play that almost paid off, man. Oh. Keep taking those swings. I was also, uh, almost able to Bugs Bunny him. Couldn't quite do it. Yeah. Bugs and Axe Bunny. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. We're, fucking, that might be the title. Fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> Bug Snacks Bunny needs to be put down by Elmer Fudd. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Have you guys... Mm, this is a pretty deep cut, but have you guys seen or heard of anything from the Elmer Fudd versus Batman comic? No. What? If it's a deep cut for you, Lucas, it is fair to say that we have not experienced this. It's exactly what it sounds like. It is Batman versus Elmer Fudd, who is apparently the world's greatest hunter. Elmer Fudd fucking sucks, though. Yeah, world's greatest hunter. His entire existence is failing at hunting. No, hunting Bugs Bunny. That's how good Bugs Bunny is. He hunts other animals. He hunts like Daffy Duck and shit and doesn't do well at that either. That's how good Daffy Duck is. <laughs> it's starting to sound like in the world that Elmer Fudd exists in, he is a fucking garbage hunter. Yeah. But, so when he goes into Batman's world, that... The... <laughs> Batman's world? <laughs> our world? This, this world? Our world? <laughs> You know, Elmer Fudd's just a dude with a gun. He has and like a shitty gun, like a blunderbuss. Yeah, yeah he has all of the tactical uh, ability of your drunk uncle. <laughs> <laughs> you think you can beat Batman? Was well, he trying to beat him? Like it's the world's greatest hunter versus the world's greatest detective, or they work together? Um, eventually, they come together to take on a common enemy. But for this is, oh who my is? God. Uh, I don't know. Who's the common enemy? I, I, a fucking I never made it deer that that's down. loose in the city. <laughs> like, broke a store window. Yeah. One of those Central Park deer that, like, is kind of elusive and, yeah, like, causes havoc when they get out of there. God, that must be fucking wild from that deer's perspective. Yeah, that deer had, like, 
hundreds of millions of years of evolution and then it's just like what the <laughs> fuck is happening right now i have instincts and they don't know what's happening yeah my instincts didn't prepare me for this <laughs> if you if you believe that like god is creating every single living animal god did not fucking prepare those deer no. for living in the city like, he was like all right so yeah oh that was a big voice crack jesus christ <laughs> edit that out snap 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 all right so deer uh all right um i kind of made you in a big batch uh fucking you eat some berries uh you run at the first sign of trouble Unless there's, like, these two bright lights aiming at you, then you just stand stark still and don't move. All right, talk to you guys. See ya. See you in ten years or so, like, depending on how well you do. And then they get to the real world, and they're like, what the fuck? God, what did you do? Ninth grade deer orientation didn't prepare me for this. Ninth grade deer orientation. Ninth grade, they're still... It's like how uh, dysfunctional the United States sex ed program is. Like, they're telling you, like, well, the easiest way to cross a road is to not cross it. So. (laughs) No, no, no. It's the easiest way not to get hit by a car is to to never cross the road. Except the life is built where you, like, have to cross cross the road and you want to really bad. (laughs) And they're like, I don't know how to not get hit by cars. And they're like. Well, you know, it's just common sense that you go to the crosswalk and wait for the light to change. Like, they never told me that. They just told me not to cross the road. I'm not prepared for this. (laughs) The fucking fucking teachers. (laughs) They're doing demonstrations. This is what happened to deer that crossed the road. It's just fucking splattered, like, guts and everything. (laughs) They're not telling them anything about how to do it safely. They're literally just like, no, fucking don't do it, idiots. And then the deer are like, but I really want to cross that road. Like, something deep inside of me is telling me cross the road. (laughs) Like, what do you want from me? Also, guys, I know. Meanwhile, like, thousands of kids are crossing the road every day, but, like, <laughs> the teachers just pretend that it's not happening. They're like, kids don't cross roads. Yeah. They don't have to. And if they do cross roads, it's because you told them how to do it safely. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> but isn't that a good thing? Like, no. No. It's dangerous. It's bad. There's the, there's the one cool teacher that's handing out, like, reflexive or, uh, reflective vests. But, like, that teacher gets fired and, like, banned because all the dear moms are freaking out. Like, they're telling him to cross roads. That's not okay. And the teacher's like, no, I just, I don't want them to die if they do choose to cross a road, which they will. Like, If they die, that's what dear God wanted. (laughs) Dear God. Wait, in my story, dear, like, dear God was God God. But, no, do they have their own God? If they have dear schools, I think they got dear God. If they have Dear God, then Dear God has massively failed them. Like, Dear God. Dear needs to God. <laughs> oh my Dear. God. That's the title. G E R God, all caps. Dear God needed to fucking give them some sort of survival skills for the 21st century. Dear God has massively failed us. Dear God is basically Helio. <laughs> Also, guys, when it comes to actual sex, like, you know what? I know nobody wants to hear abstinence, but we are literally overpopulated. There's a chronic wasting disease that's taking care of us because there are too many of us. Like, chill out. Don't have kids. If you don't want to get brutally fucking murdered by human beings, (laughs) try to have less of us, and then we'll hope that the humans regulate uh, how many of us can be killed. (laughs) 
<laughs> I feel like they're so organized at this point that they should just <laughs> instate their their fucking consciousness like, and to the world. Organize, either like yeah. state their sovereignty or fight back in some way. <laughs> We're human beings, basically. We we have critical thinking. Not only do we have logical people pushing for progress we have illogical people pushing against it just like you <laughs> like recognize us we can coexist no we can't no. no we fucking couldn't if deer were smart they'd be dead in like weeks or you Dude, know what we maybe couldn't that's coexist smart. with we couldn't coexist with cro magnon or yeah, like with other humanoids they were with basically that just were the basically. same as us yeah, exactly. Maybe. They shared almost all of our DNA and we couldn't coexist. We can't coexist with people that share all of our DNA. <laughs> yeah. People no. that look ever so slightly different in the most artificial ways we cannot and, coexist and with. And even people that look exactly like us but then just talk different or like yeah. have like one value that's different or like mm-hmm. have an accent or just are yeah. from somewhere like six miles away. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Are you literally... Are you not down with Helio the Corn God? Mm. I don't know if we can be friends. I think you gotta die and go to hell. Mm. Yeah, no. Uh, calling back to Borat 2, amazed that this is already relevant. But yeah, literally, like, there's a scene where he's talking with these two, like, full-blown QAnon conspiracy crazies. And, like, basically says, like, oh, Democrats, like, so they're the problem, right? Who's a bigger problem, Democrats or the virus? And they're like, well, definitely Democrats. And, they're, and he's just like, oh, yeah. like, And they're like... He's like, we, we should, like, take care of them, right? We should kill them. And they're just like, ah, oh, well, unfortunately, they have as many rights as you and me. And he's like, they should have less rights, though, right? And they're just kind of like, yeah, they should. We all know it. They should have less rights. Like, yeah. Like, basically, if you're just the other side of this coin that is, like, pretty damn close to each other in American politics, you you deserve to be killed and have less rights like, in the minds of some people. So you're going to think that we can get along with sentient deer, like... Things that we already kill for sport. <laughs> what if, oh, you know what? Tinfoil hat, here we go. What if that's how smart they are? What if the deer have realized this is how this is going to play out? So I they're think that's fun. a theory. Isn't that a theory already that like there's a sentient animal out there and humans just, they live in fear of how fast humans develop? <laughs> like they developed alongside us but saw how fucking fast we were moving and were just like, shit. Like kind of like, Kind of like if uh, like Native Americans or American Indians like were able to see Europe's progress through like a telescope, they'd be like, you know what? <laughs> I think the last thing we need to do is be noticed by those guys. <laughs> I think they're gonna kill us all if they find out we're here. Like fucking Columbus. Yeah. yeah if, if if that Italian dude comes within <laughs> cannon shot, like we need to find a trebuchet or something <laughs> that. <laughs> can take his ass out and scuttle the remains so that no one comes back hey what are these bones uh bigfoot <laughs> whale think they're bones. whale bones i wonder how well that's gonna sink God all right it. we're basically fucking here already but uh group chat yeah i think that yeah that was the group chat <laughs> We didn't talk about Fantasy High. That was in the breakout. Watch a fantasy. Or is that group chat technically? I mean, it can be either. Okay. Fantasy High. Uh, fuck. Yeah. This is... It turns out 
trained comedians with interests in stringing together narratives are really good at D&D. Yeah. Fuck. It's, it's fucking high-tier <laughs> shit. Like, it is peak improv comedy for me. Like, mm-hmm. to have a narrative strung together by just a fucking master of Brennan Lee Mulligan mm. that is... It's so seamless. It reminds me of how video game companies, like, for a long time, the Holy Grail was seamless loading screens. Mm-hmm. Like, people not knowing when you were in a loading screen. That basically is... We've had conversations like this, Lucas, where we're like, where is the preordained narrative and where is the improv? Yep. Like, it's impossible to tell. It's literally seamless. Like, his storytelling abilities are just so fucking good. Like, it's unbelievable. So, literally, like, when you can't tell... Whether or not he's rolling with the punches, or it's just a really well designed and like well flowing mm-hmm. uh, improv narrative, like it's so good. So I, it yeah yeah it, I, a couple times I have thought, okay, is he just doing a dice roll right now, and the results don't actually matter, and he is just thinking, taking a second to think of what happens next, or is that? being incorporated but it is it's all really well done and i was not going into this expecting like a genuine multi-camera project so good. yeah god the fucking the visuals yep the visuals so the modeling work it, it the editing yep when they, when they cut to to things or like character designs or even like sometimes they do flashbacks like mm-hmm. it's so fucking good and here's here's my uh my my warning to you, Lucas. Oh boy! If you're like me, because you did bring this up, oh that uh, there were episodes released this year. There are 17 episodes. There's 16 in a bonus episode of Fantasy High Season One. Enjoy it as though there are 16 episodes in a bonus episode of Fantasy High. <laughs> I'm not saying that season two won't be for you, but it is completely live. There's no editing. <sighs> Uh, there's no characters, there's no models, it's just like a visual podcast of them playing D&D, which might be enjoyable, but it's 100% not the same product as season one. Because, and it can't be, because College Humor kind of went under, and they have to do everything remotely now, and it's just not the same project in the same circumstances. And This was oh. not remote, though. Oh. Yeah, the season was completely on the same set. Just with no editing, uh, and like no, no uh, production value, basically. <laughs> like Brennan, it opens. I made it like fifteen minutes into the first oh. episode of season two. Oh, Brennan God. is literally playing sounds, like soundtrack from his laptop, to try to provide mood, and it's poorly balanced. Like the the every improver has different levels. And, like, the music is sometimes too loud, sometimes too quiet. Like, it's it just, it's not the same product. It really oh, isn't. Season one is so polished and perfect. And, like, they tried. It, they really tried. But no. It, it, mm, so it, don't be like me and take it for granted that season one is coming to a close. Because you're like, oh, season two is, like, yeah, I'll have more. Definitely, like, appreciate it in the moment that there are. 16 and a bonus episode of just golden content. I, it's really disappointing. It's not that... I, I've done this. It's 
effort and skill, but it's not that much work to go through AV and add sa- appropriate sound effects at specific moments. Like I'm, it's all live. That's yeah. The problem. Oh, mm. like they're they're literally just taking a live recording and putting the VOD on YouTube. So yeah, you can't do any mixing. It's all probably on one audio track and everything. So, oh. Yeah, oh, it's God. definitely like I'm sure it's a budgetary thing, but it was not a COVID thing. It was all filmed pre-COVID. So. But enjoy it. <laughs> Season one is perfect, and it has, a, and it honestly has a perfect ending. Okay, like you're you you have nothing to be worried about with season one. You are going to fucking live for uh, how how this season goes because it, it really just starts starts off fucking hot mm. and just keeps keeps going the entire time. Of what I've seen so far, I'm trying to think of what element I can use to best pitch this to Andrew that we haven't tackled already. I, mm, I think it might be Bill Seacaster. Yeah. Bill Seacaster's great. Mm. Galeer. Galeer's fucking great. Where are you in Galeer's arc, if you don't mind? Um, he, Spoiler alert, he has an arc. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy. Uh, he, he just showed up. Um, took him out to ice cream. Uh, seems like mm. a really cool dad, cool parent, even though, like, he's a demon. He probably he probably has some conflicting oh, motives. Oh, no, that's Gorthalax. Oh, Galir. I'm, I fuck. Galir. Wow, I combined those characters for a second. Uh, Galir. No, they're both figs, dads. Uh, <laughs> Galir, uh, Galir just confronted uh, Gorthalax about turning him into a cuckold over breakfast <laughs> with his daughter. Uh, <laughs> you turned me into a cuckold, but you seem good for fig. So, <laughs> so you've seen the yogurt, right? Yes. The yogurt stuff. <laughs> the, 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 the character bit of Brennan saying, like, immediately after Galir saying, like, it expires in a day, so eat as much as you can. And then immediately followed by, you see the label, it expired two days ago. Like, just <laughs> fucking kills me. It's so good, dude. God damn it. <laughs> the balding elf who's supposed to be immortal and perfect. <laughs> He has a lot of afflictions. You're gonna, <laughs> oh boy! You're gonna hear about a lot of them. He keep Brennan keeps laying it on. Galir cannot catch a break. God, fucking jawbone taking the counselor position out from under, <laughs> and then being so. Re- you did get to that part. The yes. lunch lad. Yes, the lunch, <laughs> the lunch lad. <laughs> and then being a fucking great counselor. This weird yeah, werewolf. No, but man. he's just a genuinely great, great fucking counselor. He's yeah. been he's been to hell and back, and has a lot of good advice for kids. Mm. And, like, literally when you meet him and Galir is just fucking, like, I counseled a full company of men back when I was in the service. And uh, 20 years of it. <laughs> and Gold- Golden Horde is like, oh, yeah, like, no, you sound great and qualified, unfortunately. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm, I'm Jabo. Does anybody have some, like, books on counseling I can read? Because I'm going to do the <laughs> shit out of this job, man. Yeah. Like, I'm taking this seriously. Let's help some fucking kids. <laughs> And it's all because the party like took pity on this one random werewolf. I don't have healthcare. Yeah, completely fucking the entire story arc. Um, oh man! All right. Only other thing I think we can add to the group chat: a uh, pretty, pretty handed Packer victory. Even though I don't think that was ever in question. God, the Texans for Te- most of the game until we went into prevent mode 
were like not a professional football no. team. Yeah, no, they looked bad. We were, mm, bad, bad. Next fucking level like obviously the defense is like insanely bad. The offense did not look great. Yeah, um, like Deshaun Watson looked great. That's it. Yeah, well Deshaun, Deshaun Watson's Watson's Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, Watson things. Yeah, it's like goddamn. If someone told you like here's like if someone said last year or like two or three years ago and they said here's an offense made out of Deshaun Watson, Brandon Cooks, David Johnson, Randall Cobb, Kenny Stills, Will Fuller, um, Duke Johnson, and then you know like you know whatever and like a decent offensive line or what should be a decent offensive line. <laughs> How do you think they are as a team? And you'd say probably very good. It's it's fucking pathetic. And they're bad. They are. They're they're my second favorite team, so I've been like kind of following them. Fucking Christ, man! Mm. The the most pathetic excuse for like it's almost worse than the Jets. <laughs> like, wow! Because we knew problems. the Jets were going to be bad. Exactly. Everyone saw it coming. Like the Texans are legitimately talented. Like they do have talent, even though they traded away DeAndre Hopkins. They still are talented on both sides of the ball, and just fucking pathetic. Can't do anything. So, and part of it's like we're a good team. No. We, we we knew it. We got yeah. our shit rocked by the Bucks. But like, even though we might not be Super Bowl favorites, like we're absolutely still yeah a, like a playoff bound, seeking a first round buy type team. So uh, it getting yeah. Once we once we get to the semifinals of once we get to the semifinals, that's going to be maybe more luck than skill. But now we're. We're going to the playoffs. Yeah, I'm. I'm worried about our matchup with the Bucks, but I'm less worried about our matchup with the Bucks than I was the Niners last year. Okay. Yeah. Like the Niners absolutely rocked our shit last year, and I was just apoplectic. Like, yep. We cannot beat that team. Like objectively, maybe in Lambeau we could steal a win, but if we're playing in San Francisco, we lose to that team ninety times, ninety-five times out of a hundred. Like just get fucking beat down. So, like, the Bucks, I do think they match up particularly well against us, and it's going to present a very difficult challenge for Matt LaFleur, but I think we, at the end of the day, are better suited to beat them than we were the Niners last year. So, still feeling decent. We're like a lion fighting a, a, a school of salmon off the coast of Africa. We're losing that fight nine times out of ten. We cannot, we cannot do this reference actually. again. We cannot do this again. <laughs> Um, did you guys see the quad doink in the Rice University game? Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> Cody Parkey's uh, spiritual successor. Uh. <laughs> That's insane. Four bounces is a lot in basketball. Like Kawhi Leonard's uh, famous playoff uh, clin- or playoff series clinching uh, shot last year bounced four times off the rim, and it felt like an eternity. Mm-hmm. Like it was just do 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 do, and then finally went in. In football, it was just like otherworldly. That like it was like, how did that happen? That that might be it for our entire lives. Oh I, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen a triple before. Like, <laughs> and we may never. Wait, so where where was the quad doink? Like, it was a college football yeah. Rice University. Okay, Rice University. Okay, because I did not see this, but I yeah. will look it's, it up. It's, it makes no sense. The double doink at least makes sense in physics. It's still remarkably rare, and mm-hmm. I've only seen it like twice. Definitely never seen a triple doink. It legitimately hits the crossbar, or not, you know, not just the crossbar, but hits everything four times. It's insane. Jesus. So, 
Yeah. Also, the Badgers looked good. Graham Mertz might be missing for the foreseeable future, so that's great. Yeah. And most of the team might be missing for this foreseeable future. Who fucking knows? Yeah. I mean, so, like, yeah. If if one if one guy has it, multiple guys probably have it, and yep. even before they figure that out, they're gonna have to put people into quarantine. Like, he probably they were had all exposed. He probably had a Friday night and didn't have a big enough viral load to test positive yet. Yeah. So, honestly, like, we're probably looking at Illinois players potentially having it. Because that's how this works. We don't necessarily know that he was patient zero on the Badgers. Exactly. He probably wasn't. But, so. Yeah, Graham, Graham Mertz looked just absolutely fucking money. Mm. The issue that I still have, uh, just to temper expectations, is that last year they specifically referenced his inability to deal with any sort of pressure uh, coming coming his way as the reason that he was not only not the starter, but not the, like, runaway backup. Like, he, he at one point was fighting for the backup job last season, and it's because he was absolute money, unstoppable, with no pressure in his face, and the minute that there was some pressure, he just completely fell apart, like, was useless. And he just really did not face much pressure against Illinois. And granted, we have a great offensive line. So it's going to be tempered by the fact that we always are just unbelievably good on the offensive line. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, eventually he's going to face pressure. From teams like Ohio State, it doesn't matter how good your offensive line is. You're going to be facing some pressure and you're going to have to make some throws under pressure. And if he has not completely shaken that... That will be a huge issue for us down the road. But as the coaches said last year, he is remarkable uh, when he's not really under pressure and he has a clean pocket. He literally threw 21 catchable passes and one was dropped and almost was perfect. So what can you do? We can do a clap sync and go into the wiki wiki wind down. Dusting off a classic. If it ain't broke. Well, we did already fix it. Fuck. Fuck! <laughs> we stopped doing the wiki wiki wind down, so we did fix something that was not broke in theory. Or it was broke. We we fixed something that was broken. Yeah. Andrew's, Andrew's on the side that it's broken. <laughs> so Lucas is on the side of, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm on the side of, it was not broke, but we did fix it. Andrew's on the side of, it was broken and we fixed it. <laughs> And the somehow, sides of man. somehow we make this podcast work. That's the, the crux of the podcast, is it not? Mm. That is what drives the podcast. You're talking about the engine. <laughs> <laughs> We're three people with similar interests and different opinions. <laughs> Watch three white guys with Let's talk interests and different opinions. Yeah, someone needs to put that in the iTunes description of the podcast. Oh, God. three guys, three white, three white guys, different opinions, talking about them, and different opinions. Yep, <laughs> summed it up. Maybe put an asterisk on that different. Perfect. Hell yeah! And this episode of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, episode one hundred and eighteen, was also perfect. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review, etc. Be sure to email us your questions and business opportunities to voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at V2 underscore podcast. 
for updates and some fun posts pulled from our Instagram account. Do you want to tell them about that, Andrew? Yeah, check us out on Instagram. Check us out on uh, Twitter and YouTube as well. Everywhere you're going to find us at either voluntary viewing, uh, such as Instagram, or v2 underscore podcast on Twitter, or voluntary viewing podcast on YouTube. So see some highlights, see some clips, hear our beautiful voices, uh, hear jokes being made. Uh, Generally, just make your day better. Uh, If you're listening to this podcast, uh, you're probably not doing great. So just watch more of us and make your day better. That, that put the impetus on us there, man. That yeah. was like... It sounds like we're, you're saying we are attracting people that are... Because you're... Really... Because you're listening to this, you must not be doing great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, also, we have a Patreon you can check out. Uh, Voluntary Viewing Patreon. You can join the terrific likes of Tiffany Cole, Sucky Badger, and Sensual Richard Nixon if you'd like to support us. A couple of great tiers on there. Uh, generally a good time, but if you can't support us there, uh, or if you can't support us, uh, at the very least, try to support Act Blue, uh, which is basically a great way to make sure that the progressive organizations that need some funds uh, receive them. Uh, save you the time and effort of researching that. And then, of course, also be sure to vote if you're a U.S. citizen uh, and can do so. Um, big election coming up. Uh, be great if you could vote uh, early in person or drop off a ballot. Um, I know uh, mailing in a ballot, not super great right now. Uh, although I'll be honest and say that I did that in Chicago and they received that. No issue. Got an email about that uh, actually yesterday. So that was kind of neat. But uh, yeah, whatever way you can participate in this election, please try to do so. I need a drink of water. How are we closing this thing out? By listening to Lucas ASMR drinking water. Is this like love it? Oh my god! All right, I think that's that. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>